What is up, everybody? Welcome to the DGen Dad Podcast, where myself, my co-host Kyle Wilson, I'll bring him up in just a minute, talk about the latest things in the NFT market every single week. We rotate channels from my channel to his channel. This week has been insane in the NFT space with yesterday, Soulja Boy launching an NFT, Nike announcing they are going to do digital shoes, which we've been foreseeing for a while. We're going to talk about that in this video. Uh, Codas were decoupled. We'll talk about that. Bugatti is going to be on Bitcoin ordinals and all kinds of other stuff going on with OpenSea Pro. Uh, this has been a crazy week in the crypto and NFT space, so I'm really excited to be able to break it down. But first, without further ado, got to bring him up, the man. Kyle Wilson, what is up, Kyle? How are you doing Yo, today? Yo, what's going on? Happy to join today. What's up, all chat? So, Cal. Yeah, bro. Shout out to chat. Was uh, oh, was, chat was bumping before we even started, man. So yeah, shout out, shout out to all chat. So Cal, of course. Justin. So so block, blockchain Switch. comics with the dot swoosh. We're gonna be talking about dot swoosh today, which is the Nike <laughs> NFT. And uh, SoCal with the already liked and shared and even got red hot snacks, gas up for swoosh drop, Justin P, Steven Friedlander, which is a YouTube member. Thank you so much, Steve. Uh, so, yeah, we have a lot to talk about, Kyle. Um, before we dive in, just an icebreaker. You know, how's your how's your day been today, man? It's good. I got um, just off interviewing with the founder over on Paul Barron's channel. Be on the lookout for that later, like six hours later today or something like that. So, yeah, pretty good cool. day so far. What about you? Good, man. Good. Uh, I thought I would share this. Uh, I don't know if how, how YouTube is going to like this, but I uh, thought I would share what I did this morning. So, do you know what a ganglion cyst is? No, but I know the YouTube podcast is. I saw that picture <laughs> it, was updated. It's a, it's a lump on your, that can, uh, that's on your joints, and uh, I get them every so often. And so you I Bible smash it on Twitter. Yeah, actually. yeah. I was going to say, I, I had it today, and I went ahead and smashed it. So... Uh, I won't play the full thing, but essentially what you do is you put your your hand on a like hard surface, and this is called the Bible method. So what you do is you get the biggest book in your house, which is traditionally used to be the Bible, and uh, dentist, and you just you just smash it, bro. That's it. So people it need to smash the like button, like you just smash. Yeah. It. So so you need to smash the like button, like I smashed my cyst, and look, I can like fully like move my wrist now, and it feels feels nice and. You know, like I, I can do oh, stuff again. So what happened? Where's the cyst go? It just disappears. It like dies and goes like away. Yeah, it basically uh, crushes it and the fluid just kind of goes everywhere and then it kind of rebuilds back up. That's one of the problems with crushing it. The other option is to get it surgically removed, which is like where they stick like a needle in it and they like suck it out. Um, but it could also come back with that. So I just prefer just to what, what even is a cyst? Is it just like I thought it was just like bacteria? Like, like, no, nah, it's a. It's just a buildup of, I don't know the science scientific term for it, but just a buildup of fluid, I guess, um, like in a pocket, and uh, that just becomes dense. And uh, you're sure it's not an alien in there about to pop out of your wrist? I, I, like, I don't um, know, man. I don't know. Yeah, but, like a little, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? With, with all that being said, uh, we got to talk about Dot Swoosh. So I'm a little, I dropped the ball, Kyle. Um, so about like four months ago, even more than that, uh, I was talking about Dot Swoosh. I even have a video. So I used to run a uh, a podcast on another channel. And uh, so we were like looking at the original like Dot Swoosh. So this was like the early days. And basically it was just like a Nike check mark, And you could separate it. And we would speculate like what each of these did. And I swear I signed up back then. Because like I talked about. And this was even after like the original stuff. And uh, when I went to recently... 
um, to like go check out the recent like swoosh stuff, I realized that I wasn't on the list. So I had to, and I'll show you how to do this. I'll pull this down real quick. Um, I had to like join the wait list. And now I'm kind of waiting, but a lot of my friends have already gotten their like dot swoosh and I've, I guess we'll make them eligible for the drop. Have, have you been keeping up with this? Uh, I, I signed up for the dot swoosh beta or like the, when they released it um on like day one so but I, I don't know if i've gotten any emails so maybe i have to check my junk folder yeah um, I, was, I was checking everything man um, I, biffed, I biffed the starbucks thing too as well i signed up for it i got an email and it was like you have like 72 hours to like go in and buy a stamp and then i just completely missed the email because a bunch of crappy emails came through so i completely missed it so <clears throat> anyways i biffed it on starbucks and kind of stinks but I, I did the exact same thing man somebody that watches my content was like hey i just want to thank you like i uh, i guess they either sold or they had a floor price on their uh starbucks nft that was like over a thousand dollars that they got just for signing up and he he heard about it from my video uh, or one of my lives and ended up i like missed the email and i never even got access to it and i was <laughs> i was the one that was like hey go do this and i just completely whiffed um, so somebody was asking to just be able to explain uh, what we're talking about. So let me pull this up. Uh, today, uh, I was actually within the last 24 hours anyways. Um, yeah, Nike announced that they are going to be doing a Force One collection. Uh, and, and in this thread, they kind of talked about it. Uh, there's going to be two pairs. What? You never heard that song? Stop no. it. Air Force Ones. It was by Nelly back in the day in like the 90s. I need two pairs or something like that. <laughs> I have not. But this is the first ever a virtual creations of the home edge creativity versatile to the Air Force Ones. Uh, it shows the digital shoes right here. Uh, it's going to feature a few cult classics and even Dot Swoosh originals. And uh, let's see. Yeah, it's just saying that these will be JPEGs. It's going back to the uh, box meta. So it, it's going to be like two different types of boxes. One of the boxes was actually on this thumbnail. So there's the classic remix box and there's a new wave box. Uh, the classic remix box is a portal to the AF1 nostalgia and the new wave box is something new. And uh, there's a little bit more information on their blog uh, about it. Uh, basically just kind of explaining a little bit more detail. So you can actually go to- Have you ever owned a real pair of these in real life before? My dad owns uh, some of the Air Force Ones, like the, some of the OGs. Um, yeah he's not even here they're just force ones these just, are like yeah uh, genesis yeah i mean it is i mean there's only four thousand followers you know and there's a lot of people talking about it so i'm kind of surprised about that um if this might or might not docs my info but whatever so i'm already signed in um and but i'm kind of just waiting right now because this is the website kind of how it looks but if i go to continue uh, you need an access code. And I, th m what my understanding is, if you were early to sign up, you have this access code. Uh, I was early to sign up, but mine, I guess, got lost in the mail. Thanks, Nike. And uh, so I don't have it. But if you don't have this, it's it's not too late. Uh, you can go to this website, make sure you're going to the right one, click I don't have an access code, and you can actually join the wait list. And if you join the wait list, I'm sure there's going to be maybe a chance of you getting a code. So you get like some digital shoes and it's like, do they, is it digital? I, I kind of miss that part. No, it's just, it's a, it's a strictly digital shoe. It's Nike's first digital shoe, exclusive digital shoe. <laughs> <You're> not, <laughs> no, I, not, don't know. I was going to say something it? ridiculously clever, but then I was like, nah, um, I wish they would have did, did a digital drop. That would have been cooler. Like I, I would actually pay for that. 
and then like kind of like what they did with the artifact like that would have been cool um i know a lot of artifact stuff so obviously digital only but um there was a couple of like physical stuff but i would like to see them do that but it's okay i mean i do have some nikes on right now on my feet um i've been a long time nike fan um so yeah anyways yeah it's not bad it's not bad so it, it does say like i guess the last bit of alpha if, if you will on this is that first access and general um will be general access sales all dot swoosh members will have a chance to purchase so i don't really know about the supply i know some people in my discord already have the dot swoosh domains um let me see how um, they let me see how they look uh essentially it's like just a dot swoosh with your name um pape was actually in here earlier i know he has pape? one pape was in here yeah here it is so just gamer.swoosh. Like, this is how it would look. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. It's kind of like an ENS domain, except like with uh, Nike's little spin on it. So, yeah, I mean, this is something to look out for, for sure. Because even if there is a big cool, supply, but, it's Nike. Yeah, it's cool, but nobody's going to use a dot swoosh like at the end. Of the- oh, no, no, no. This is more of just like a, to secure. Sorry, I'm trying to plug in my headset. Secure this is more back. of just like a, to secure your your uh, chance to be your able Nike to get identity. It. Yeah, well, I wonder if the identity is going to correlate with the mint number, if you will, um, like how this is a 0013348, you know, mint number. So, uh, yeah, there's that. That's pretty much everything we know right now, which isn't like a ton, but it's something you want to be looking out for because this is something that could definitely get momentum, especially like, I mean, maybe they'll do something with it. I, I don't There's more to be announced. So, like, maybe there'll be some type of utility. It's it's Nike, you know? Yeah. It better send me an email, man. I've been, like, signed up on their uh platform since like 2014 or longer ago so. <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying. I, I was specifically i mean like i showed earlier like we were playing around with this dot swoosh thing this was four months ago and this was even like not even the first time we messed with it i was like at the dot swoosh like right when it became a thing yeah. so and, and i apparently didn't get it so i'm a little frustrated at that too but it is what it is uh, i missed out on something else this week that was pretty big kyle but i ended up making a good play on it um, I don't know if you heard about everything with OpenSea Pro, um, but let's go ahead and take a look at that. Um, so OpenSea announced like a trader's version of, of OpenSea. And uh, to commemorate, they teamed up with Jim.xyz. Jim.xyz was an aggregator. So basically it allowed you to have like tools like rarity filters, fast bot, fa- fast purchases, all, all that kind of stuff for a marketplace. Well, they teamed up with OpenSea and now they're doing an OpenSea Pro. What they did was, they had a free airdrop for anyone that's ever used Gem. So if you've ever had transact on a Gem, you still have a chance to mint this actually, and it's free. Um, you can go mint this. And right now, there's eighty thousand minted out of one hundred eighty thousand, which is actually pretty surprising because uh, I expect a lot less people to be active still. Um, but there's a few things around this. Uh, normally in NFTs, uh, besides Vivi, uh, wh- oh heck yeah, thank you all, Chat Gaming, for the super chat. And he said, "Waitlist join." Thank you, boys. Heck yeah, man. I was just telling Kyle before this, before we started this, I was like, uh, and you guys let me know your thoughts. Like, I, I definitely like the video and stuff. I want to like get into the substance content of like the title of the video and like what we talk about like early. That way, like when people watch afterwards, they're not dis- they don't have to like wait around for it. But everything we're talking about is is pretty big deal in the space. So definitely stick around if uh, if you're just now joining. Stick around. But uh, back back to the Genesis real quick, because uh, this is pretty big. Why, why is this not showing? Oh, there it is. Um, 
so mo most of the time mint numbers don't matter in nfts uh except for vv like obviously they're valued in vv this actually did kyle because they ended up having a note basically saying um the earlier you were to using gem the earlier the uh earlier token id you got and i think they even hinted towards like rarity being based on like early numbers so people were sniping these early numbers and there's multiple ways to figure out how like the token ids so some of these token id this was the alpha a few days ago was to go snipe these these low token ids and uh resell them ultimately what i did i think i i actually took a picture of my transaction i scooped two of these up and i have all the transactions at like 0 0.025, 0 0.03, and I sold both at 0.069. Um, so I made like 130 bucks, you know, in USD. And uh, I think I made like, I don't know, point, or not point, uh, maybe like 0 0.03, 0 0.04, nothing too crazy. But I mean, it was a quick flip. I held for less than nine hours. Yeah, I, I it went up and I think it went up to like 0 0.05 and I was like, nah, pass. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't want to mess around and just make like, 10 bucks here and there so i, I just passed i was like yeah i'll well, figure out something else people were banking on utility because uh open basically talked about how they wanted to reward users for a long time but they weren't going like they've also hinted towards not doing a token airdrop so people were speculating that maybe this would be like a back a backdoor way of giving the airdrop like legally um but they basically came out and said like we're not going to do utility but that you know there's still like how definite is that not like maybe they'll come around and do something else so people were just speculating personally i wasn't going to speculate i was going to sell into the speculation uh i was going to hold one for uh one for a moonshot but uh open pro uh that was my first time using it i'm not going to show you on here because i don't have it on this browser yeah, it's free uh, it's free to use right yeah it's free to use it's basically like blur it just has more analytics but i accidentally listed both of mine instead of one i was just going to flip one and hold one and i ended up waking up to selling both so which is fine it was like a, it was over a 2x so profit is profit but uh yeah i was going to possibly hold one for a moonshot but yeah that didn't end up happening yo what's up duckin welcome to the chat how you doing i'm doing great today Somebody mentioned I kind of glanced over the uh, Tarzan new Electra drop, dude. That was funny. Uh, my favorite one was who, oh, we we gotta show this man. Uh, we we gotta show this. Mark uh, did Cavell's voice in like a. Oh, you gotta do mine too. You gotta do mine too. You did one too. Oh yeah, yeah, I did one too. This is the uh, this is what to expect on the Tarzan drop. Let me know if you can. Just let me know if you can hear it. I'm a true collector. <laughs> bro the fact that that's cavell's voice he did another one wait scroll down he did two he did two it's hilarious yeah that one oh, i didn't even listen to this one oh. yeah that was that's not, that one. that sounds better than the freaking regular thing what is that so you did one too yeah i didn't even see it i didn't know this was the this is the meme yesterday i already jumped in Windows Omi Moon to ten dollars, Cavell. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it was nice and soft. Yeah. Bro, the comments on this was hilarious. If if you guys I'm sure you have if you're in this chat, but like dude, this Tarzan noise is is awful. Oh, go uh, to Comics uh, and Crypto. He did one too. He did one too. Go to Comics and Crypto. <laughs> is this good? Yeah. I I was actually surprised because he's you, they're usually more reserved, but I, I was like dying laughing on this one. I'm actually going to have them on the, channel, down. on the channel soon. Yeah, dude, some, some people post way more often than I expect them to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the one you want to play? 
<laughs> Comics and crypto, man. Out of all people. Oh, somebody was probably watching this stream around their family. It's like, you know, oh, this is just two dads, you know, they're not they're not gonna say anything too too off. No, even the even the any parents would laugh at that. That's pretty funny. It's a married thing, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to that's pretty funny. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. So, no. so, <laughs> so there's uh there's the dot swoosh and there is the Gemesis slash OpenC Pro. Uh, some other things. What do you think about Soldier Boy dropping an NFT? Soldier Boy up in the what me roll super soaked it. Um, I don't care. I mean, yeah. I mean, I like Soldier Boy. Like I, I listen to his music. Um, I, I, I didn't really look into it because I'm like, oh, it's just another celebrity getting into NFTs. And um, the last time I bought a rapper's like NFT, like they just like rugged, literally rugged. Like their team just like exit scammed, and um. That was it. Who and was so, it? Like, oh gosh, it was. Um, I forgot. Honestly, okay. I think it was like little baby or something. Or not? No, it wasn't little baby. It was somebody else. But um, I'd have to look at my like hidden folder and open to look. Yeah, <laughs> I, hid, I hid them. <laughs> there's been a couple of celebs that have dropped cash grabs. Um, well, Chris Hart, I think, did one. Um, oh yeah, Chris Hart did one. Yeah, basically just versions of himself. Yeah, like uh, yeah, it's like wow, like, like so creative. <laughs> I mean, dude, this one is like oh, I guess like a single item. Let me just one. Yeah. I, I didn't even know what it does. Um, did it do anything? Um, so I tweeted about it the other day and I took it down because I didn't really look into it as much because I like to just not care about this type of stuff. Um, I think it gave you access. Uh, hold on, let's see. One Soldier Boy 3D video game NFT collection limited edition. Let's look at the details. Doesn't say. All right. Is limited edition, 500 of them, which is a very low supply. And this thing's still not even 0.1. He um, keeps uh, on saying, it says limited edition like five times. Okay, we get it. There's not a lot of a lot of editions. Limit. Member benefits, early access to exclusive unlocks, upcoming Soja Boy 3D meta video game. Yeah, nobody's, I don't know if anybody wants to play that. You think this dude's uh, going to build a video game, bro? I know that costs like fifty million dollars immediately to build a good. Hey, game. look, he's wearing Nikes though. Maybe, maybe he's got a maybe he's got a partnership with Swoosh. It, well, yeah, that I'm surprised. Like he, I mean, you could, he technically could get a DMC notice or whatever, or whatever. He did. He got taken down yesterday. I don't know if you I saw that. The Nikes. Oh, yeah, I missed the Nikes. Yeah, they got the 404 era yesterday. Like he even posted about it. Um, yeah, because he didn't have probably the licenses to Nike and Ferrari. Um, so it was Rich Kid that I that I bought. Um, I actually have one of the, like the top he took 300 down. ranked NFTs on his drop, and he just like rugged. He was who was that? Uh, Rich Kid. I bought four of his NFTs. Oh um, man! And I have like one of the top 300 NFTs on his like collection. But yeah, he hey. basically exit scammed. Here's the uh, not financial advice um, alpha for that. Not alpha, but um, floor it and just and count the loss, you know, if you, for your tax. I, I, everybody has different. I'm not a tax advisor, but everybody has different taxes. But uh, it's probably like negative volume. There's like lock, zero lock, volume lock in the losses. I think you could also send it to a burn address um, and count it as a loss. I'm, yeah. I'm not 100 percent positive on that. So don't go do that. Um but yeah, uh, that, I usually try to lock in losses. Somebody's dropping Magamigos now. What? Oh yeah, dude. There are so many freaking Magamigos. There's Dog Amigos. Uh, I saw the dog, kinda, yeah. Yeah, the Knock Amigos are like freaking ridiculous, dude. They, they've already kind of had their. It's a rug pull. What Knock Amigos? Yeah. 
or Las Vegas or, or Soldier Boy? No, I said Fidgetal, the guy that like is on the Mario's like Twitter spaces. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. He jumps yeah. into the VV spaces every once in a while. He said Nakamigos are, um, rug, it's a rug pull. And he said, uh, he said, Naga, Naka, 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 Naga to make it. Naga <laughs> to make like it. Uh, yeah, I heard uh, Soldier Boy rug him yesterday. I was like, man, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, yeah 20,000, th- almost 21,000 Ethereum volume in like the matter of a week. Uh, 0.5 floor price. Uh, I saw these at 0.02 and faded them all the way to 0.5. I never bought one. And I, I, you know, it's whatever. Like you, you miss opportunities sometimes. Uh, this was like a pure narrative thing. I mean, honestly, like, uh, I don't want to say like, why are people buying this? But it was purely just like they were pumped. They're pumped up by Twitter on like that. They were where the volume was. That it kind of sucks. It kind of yeah. sucks that people actually building don't get the support, but, yeah, and then but, people that just doing this do. You. But but but. What's no, up? I said so, I said Soldier Boy rugged that code yesterday. <laughs> oh, he did. He did. Yeah, That's man. Joke. Always put the uh, always put a little red flag when you have a a major influencer coming into the uh, NFT space like out of nowhere. Yeah, they like, have to be like they have to be legit, like sold out on NFTs and like be here for the long run. And you know, when when they haven't interacted with NFTs or you haven't really heard them with doing anything in the NFT space, it's kind of a red flag. Like at least with like uh, celebrities like Paris Hilton, Snoop Dogg, they're like all over the NFT space. They're doing stuff with like Sandbox. Um, yep. Snoop Dogg's doing stuff with Gala Games. He's dropping his own music over there. So he's like in the space and like deeply like knowledgeable in the space. Whereas like some of these celebrities are like, I'm doing my very first collection. And then it's like, well, what about like before? What about after? Yeah. There's a, like so many red flags when it comes to that kind of thing. Dude, you know, one founder, one famous founder that I would trust. It's this guy right here. The the the, the cake guy. Look at that accuracy, bro. Look at that accuracy. So if you're not familiar, this is uh, Steve Aoki. Um, and Sibioki is one of those. He's been in the space for a while. So I think he, in all seriousness, I think he deserves to have his own project, you know, and promote it. Yeah. Well, he does. Steve, Steve. Yeah. Aoki like verse. Yeah. Yeah. Aokiverse. Um, I don't have any of his assets, but I think he's really funny. And he's partnered up with, uh, I think Tim Bilyeu as well. That makes sense. Um, and Todd McFarlane. He, yeah, and I think he he majorly backs like I think V Friends. Uh, he had a lot of stake in Recur. He swept like five hundred thousand dollars worth of Recur NFTs at one point. Like it was something it was something ridiculous like that. It might, it might not have been that much, but it was it was a lot and gave him way to his community. So yeah, he's you know Aoki is somebody that I would trust. Uh, I mean I do trust, but I don't have any of his NFTs. Um, he was considered a top signal there for a minute in the bull market. <laughs> he was until uh, yep. D- Digidaigaku, man. Um, so Digidaigaku original mint before like everyone knew about it was a free mint. The free mint went from free to like 20 something ETH and Aoki like minted, held for three days and sold like almost very top at like 20 something ETH. And uh, that that was like the day he solidified himself as no longer a top signal for me. I was like, nice. You know, he, he just made a lot of money on that. Yeah, he had to switch it up and get his get his creds back. Yeah, he did. He did. Back. Yeah, I had some respect for that, but also just have respect for people who buy and hold. You know, there's some there's some people with a lot of money that just like buy stuff just to buy it or support. You know, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Have you? Um, oh, dude. So another big uh, topic is: Have you heard anything about the Bugatti? Uh, Bugatti. Bugatti. 
have you looked into it yet um yeah i looked into it the eggs it was like 20 to 50k for the 111 editions and like they have 10 special editions that are going to be like 200k or something crazy so Dude, there's like, uh, so a, much money. I I mean, I, I would buy it, but I'm on a budget and, you know, I'd have to run it by my wife and, you know, just like the casual things, stuff like that, you know. I, like, I wouldn't buy it if it was like $200, much less like the money that they're asking for. I'm trying to find it's it. It's an egg. It's like an egg. It's an egg. Here it is. Uh, they, and they, I think they're going to do their own NFTs like around their cars, aren't they? Like eventually. I'm sure. So these they are actually, their NFT page on their website that one time. These are actually inscriptions. Um, so like they're inscribed on Bitcoin. Um, essentially NFTs are technically they're technically different. Um, but yeah, these are like eggs. Here, I'll pull it up. Taproot hashtag. Hashtag taproot wizards uh to the right in time for Easter Let's eggs. See. So the price of each eggs one through one hundred will be between twenty K and fifty K. And then eggs one hundred through one hundred eleven will be two hundred K. Bro, people are gonna pay uh, maybe people are gonna pay two hundred thousand dollars for this inscription. That's why Why? nft are they gonna sell are they gonna sell any of these 100 through 111 oh i'm sure i'm sure you'll get a couple buyers in there i'm just fans of bugatti and and fans of crypto people with a lot of money so i'm sure they'll do do some sales for sure louis vuitton did i I like how louis vuitton did a drop around Mm. their historic like what was it like i can't remember exactly how long they've been around but it was like we've been around for like hundreds and hundreds of years here's our cool nft like game and people helped to launch it and you downloaded this game you played it you found stuff and you could like win one of these like historic nfts by louis vuitton yeah and it was like you know really cool how they did it so i'd love to see brands like integrate more kind of games and like gamifying the experience versus stuff like this where it just seems like a little cash grabby yeah, it definitely is. And honestly, I think if they launched on ETH, they'd have no chance at selling these 100 through 111, even though there's a ton of ETH liquidity. But I think just because Ordinals is so hot, maybe you'll have some a rich person do it just to flex or something. But I'm not feeling it, man. I, I don't, unless there's like more around it that I don't understand. I mean, I'm not like high luxury sports car guy. So like, I'm probably not the best person to give an opinion on this, but $200,000 and upwards for like just cert, like, certain eggs you know oh well, let's, well, let's see, let's see. so 111 physical eggs linked to bitcoin nfts much like luxury cars and share their name so maybe these physical eggs are like made of what are they made of this probably matters more um diamond door did you hear that slightly here you go here you go oh sorry no i didn't hear that Oh, here, wait, here we go. Still nothing. Okay. Just you don't worry. I don't want to get you copyright strike. It was just, I want the Bugatti by Ace Ah. So, um, as comics and crypto would say, hodl or sell, Kyle? (laughs) Um, Well, I wouldn't buy one to begin with. So, probably just not buy, just pass. Flooring, get out. You know, maybe. I, yeah, I just don't know because, like, sure, like these could be worth something, but it's just going to be super low liquidity for somebody that owns one of these. So if you're looking at flipping, um, you might be holding this bag for a while. Yeah, um, you know, just being honest. I mean, if you're a fan of Bugatti, maybe it's for you, maybe not. Not financial advice. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
I'd rather buy a Nike tennis shoe. Yeah, same. Than a, than a $200,000 uh, ordinal. I still own zero ordinals, but I do want one. Pretty I heard much. a toot. <laughs> I think it's Chris's like mic or like, it's like. Oh, <laughs> yeah, probably so. Um, another big news in the NFT space is uh, if you're familiar with Board Ape Yacht Club's ecosystem, uh, their land, their land sale they did over the summer um, con contained CODAs. And uh, these CODAs were like little like creatures that were like within the land and people valued them higher. Well, they're officially they're officially decoupling them. So like they're kind of separating the collection and making it like their own thing. So uh, these are like the, the little CODAs that I was giving an example of. And um, people are able just to kind of go here and decouple them. I bet some people are trading on this right now. Um, go to Ninja Lyrics and see. What web browser is that? Is that Netscape, bro? I use Safari on streaming because I don't have any wallets or anything connected. Like I'm not scared of anything's gonna pop up. So these are these these are the other side vessels um, that these codas are coming in right now. And then the other side coda that people are minting right here. We'll go ahead and go to the uh, open sea. Um, these are the codas with a floor price at 10.5 ETH. Uh, best offer nine ETH. It's a, it's a little rich for my blood. You think so? Ten yeah, ETH. Half <laughs> ETH. So this is um, these are like five x the floor, a little bit over five x the floor of the original land, and you still get to keep the land. So that was actually probably a good play for people that did buy speculate coda separation, because you, I'm I'm assuming you get to keep the land, so you still get the deed, but you just take your coda off the deed and then sell the coda separately. Mm -hmm. Yo, Maxim with these super sticker, uh, thank you so much. I appreciate you, Maxim seven hundred. Been a uh, been following some of the videos content lately i really appreciate that yeah so. i wish i got in on that land man when land came out and then it like it, it dipped so hard um i should have bought in then but yeah i was super sick when it dipped and um i actually remember almost specifically because it was right around the time of decon uh because i went to another event i went to miami for art basil and the other deeds were 0.85 but i was like so sick during that time and i was busy that like i just didn't dedicate the time to like buy the dip uh but besides that it's never really even been close it kind of sat at like one point like three for a while 1.5 uh but when it was at 0.8 that was like a prime time to scoop at least for right. short term oh for sure I'd buy like two or three of those and then flip it off into the hype at least like yeah. one or two of them be in the gains and then still have um, access to, you know, the other side and all that cool stuff. Um, the second trip was fun, man. It was a blast. Yeah, I remember you uh, you streamed it. We can actually look at that real quick. Um, we try to find your stream. It was cool. We beat Bryson, Bryson's team. He was on our spaces Tuesday. Uh, I run, I help run NFT now, uh, not financial advice spaces, and he he came by. I'm trying to find it. you streamed it live right here. It is other side. Yeah, we beat we beat all the teams and got that those helms that that should be dropping actually in our accounts this week. I think. Oh, so what are you getting for it? Um, we got these like cosmetic helmets uh, for winning. What are the cosmetic helmets going to do? Kyle. Hey, stop watching yourself and answer me. What are the uh, what are the cosmetic? Oh, did you freeze? Uh, a little bit. Okay, what are the cosmetic yeah. helmets going to do? They're just cosmetic, and they just make you a little bit different from everybody else's avatar. Okay, are you? Are they going to have a? They have a marketplace. Like, are they on chain? 
They will be when they're airdropped, yeah. You gonna sell it or you're gonna put it on your little guy? Um, I don't know. I might hodl it. Okay. Yeah. I'll buy it from you for 0.01. 0.01. Right yeah, 0.01 <laughs> right now. There's only oh, like I don't even know how many like there are. There's probably not that many. Because there's what 7,500 people total in this second trip, and then yeah. you got to divide that by four, and that's probably how many. Oh, because only the winners got it. Yeah, only the winners got oh, okay. it. So if you divide that by four, dang, yeah, that's only 1,875. Cool. That is like not that many at all. That's like well, a super. That's that's more exclusive than the actual Board Ape Yacht Club um, NFT. Do you want to explain the most exclusive one? For people that are watching and don't know what's going on, not this specific scene, but like what was the second trip? How does it like how does it integrate with the the Hugo ecosystem? How this is bullish or not bullish for NFTs? Um, yeah, so the second trip was like their kind of alpha run here on their like what it could be in terms of their game and like I guess metaverse. Um, so it's kind of like a little sample uh, in showcasing their technology, their tech stack of like what's possible which was really bullish because this ran in a browser. So you didn't even have to download a game like this. Literally, you just clicked a button and it, you're in the metaverse. Like you're in this browser experience, which is super bullish because the graphics look pretty decent. Like it's yeah. not bad at all. And if they do come out with like a, a downloadable game, I would be more than happy to download it for better graphics. But um, you could hear players uh, literally next to you. And the fact, again, in browser, like that's insane. You can actually get... 7,500 people in the same lobby and it streamed just perfectly in a browser. To me, that is like a feat and a, a huge accomplishment uh, and showcases like how cool this could be. Um, so yeah, super exciting for the NFT space for sure. Um, I was kind of skeptical of of Yuga, Basie and what direction they're going in until like I actually took part in this um, game, this gamified experience and things like that. So um yeah all in all it was really fun i'm super excited about it, it makes me want to get fomo into the to the basic ecosystem for sure um i'm it ma makes me less of a skeptic for sure so it's more than jpegs it's more than jpegs it's a it's a game it's an experience and it was fun so yeah. most importantly the fun part matters to mainstream users and the yeah. fact you can just boot up the, the game in a browser is like, wow, you don't even have to download anything. So there's zero knowledge, like in terms of like experience wise of needing to download a game and being scared about what you're downloading. Um, you just have to have maybe their NFT, you know, in your wallet. So, yeah, bro, I woke up today and um, my malware or my, uh, my, yeah, yeah, my malware bytes detected malware. Uh, somebody, some of the websites I visited that like was like a normal website, I guess, got breached, and they ended up trying to put malware on my computer. Um, thankfully, I run malware bytes, so like it protected me from that. And I quarantined it, but yeah, it was a little sketchy, man. What you said you you downloaded some uh, some virus? I didn't download it. No, I, I guess I just visited the site or something, and and you downloaded it. No, I did you not. You on the phishing scam? I'm just kidding. I, I don't think I did. I mean, my, all my wallets are safe, but again, I have a good antivirus uh, system, so it protected me. But definitely, definitely wasn't super comforting to wake up to. Yeah, so like basically they used um, the improbable.io tech stack. Um, and uh, they used to call it like spatial, ironically, but I think they changed the name to that product. But that's what allows them to like scale um, it is the improbable tech stack.
which is very exciting. Uh, I, it's it's pretty phenomenal. Um, yeah. Heck yeah, man. I don't know what uh, service they use, but I'd imagine, yeah, probably like AWS or something. Sweet. Well, there's a couple more things that happened uh, this week, and there's a lot that happened with Vivi. I think me and you both right now are just kind of like, there's so much going on. I don't know if now's the time to talk about it. You know, like we'll we'll just we'll just we'll just oh. <laughs> yeah, we'll just, we'll just have fun on the Tarzan stuff. But uh, I think both of us have expressed our opinions, uh, you know, on everything going on. We can be um, a wrinkle from the VV community up in here. You know what I mean? Getting tired <laughs> eyes. Yeah, man, it's been it's been a very long week, uh, to say the least. But uh, I did go for the drop today. Um, I got a common. I wanted to get more. One thing I found interesting about the uh, VV drop today is they they redid the thing to where you can only get one per user. And there's only 5,000 of these comics. Uh, last I checked, there was like 1,700 left. And I think the only reason they didn't sell out is because we don't have that many users. So, like, you know, what that puts us at, like, 3,500 users going ish like that that probably went for the drop that's most of our user base probably and a lot of those is family you know you might have to divide that by at least two because you have you have like husband and wives and then you have husband and wives and kids you know with uh that are older i guess if they're kyc'd or any parents so um yeah i don't know i'm not too sure like i i like that the max limit reach allows everybody to hit but it definitely did uh, contribute into the drop not selling out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's just not as many users as, as there used to be in the bull market. Um, so it is what it is. But yeah, just a lot going on in the VV community. The community, there's a lot back and forth. And um, you're starting to see like little camps form of like certain <laughs> ideologies and what VV should do and kind of some agreements, disagreements going on there. Um, I did a stream about it yesterday and hopefully that like helps open people's minds a little bit about all yeah, that. I saw your flood stream, bro. What was, yeah, uh, what unfortunately, was like people are trying to, um, I don't know, cover up all the issues and not really acknowledge them. Um, and it's just to me, like we should acknowledge some of the issues and it's okay. Like that doesn't make you a VV bear, you know, it's just addressing some of these issues and talking about them. And I think that's okay. It's okay yeah. to have an opinion about something or, you know, um, sometimes these companies like V, they don't do everything right. And that's okay. You know, people, companies make mistakes and it's okay to say like, Hey, they made a mistake. And so I think of the communities like either, you know, super there, you got like a super bull community, like that VV could do no wrongs. And then you have the other side where it's like, you know, people kind of criticizing maybe too much um, or it's like actual FUD and there's, but there's not really anybody in the middle to like bridge any of that. And so that's kind of what I got into um, in terms of the stream the other day. It's just like, we need more people in the middle and we also need more like educators in the VV space. Cause right now it's just like a lot of people get turned off and kind of move on. And we don't want necessarily like, in my opinion, if you want VV to succeed, you want people that are very knowledgeable about web three um, and that have been here for a long time. And so, yeah, that's kind of what my thoughts were in a nutshell. It's a yeah. lot to dig into, but covered it in the stream. Yeah. I see that. Even uh, the first comment of your stream was somebody getting mad at you. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing that right now. You know, if people don't like opposition. No, they don't. 
and i'm like well if you want to unsubscribe or whatever like go go for it like um you're not going to change who i am like you know what i mean like trying yeah. to like come at me like threaten me with an unsub like just because you don't like what i'm saying like to me that's like no i want you to sub to my channel if you like my the journey that i'm going through and you like yeah. like what i have to say um or you know you just like like me for who who i am like that's what i care about most is like i'm just documenting my journey the process and my outlook on things it, nobody said it's the law you know my mind might change you know later on in a year from now and that's okay um people are like oh you said this like you know five years ago that you know it's just like it's just kind of gets ridiculous like sometimes but uh blockchain comic said you guys gonna do another vv web three space tomorrow again you gonna lead that kyle I hosted last week. If Kyle hosts, I'll I'll co-host. I can't hear you. Oh, okay. It's, it's the uh, torch has been passed. I can't hear you. <laughs> just, yeah, just kidding. Uh, no, yeah, we could host one up tomorrow if if there's time. Um, I got my, I got some. Let me see what what is tip tomorrow Friday. If I have time, I can. But I I've been having a little family difficulties on the back end, so um. We'll see. Uh, dad duties definitely take priority there. So just kind of let you guys in on like behind the scenes, kind of some time constraints on the back end. So, dude, I um kind of back to the Web three news. I've this is I've been following them for a while, but I've really been enjoying their stuff. I don't know if anybody's heard of Lucky Trader, but they make really good like written content. So, for example, they talked about the Coda decoupling and vessel claim, and it kind of breaks it down just very clearly, like in bullet points, like exactly what it is, why it matters, and then stuff like that. And uh, it even has some like trades on like recent trades. Uh, but on some of their stuff, they'll even put like like some alpha like of things coming soon meant to watch out for uh, I've, I've really been enjoying this lucky trader for overall though nice have you ever used it no no okay uh, here, so here's the swoosh let's see the deeds force one honors nike's 50 year history uh the boxes we talked about multiple entry points to ensure fair purchase opportunities can be purchased at swoosh.nike available to all dot swoosh users so there's going to be a big supply. I say that there's like 4,000 people following on Twitter. So, you know, whatever. And it kind of just, you know, put firstly, your potential adoption, introduce Web3 to Nike's worldwide brand. Eh, Nike's already been introduced, but I get what he's saying. So it's going to be on Polygon. So for Polygon, the blockchain has landed many major partnerships that might be starting around into form. And then it kind of talks about like just waiting what's next. Are you going to consensus? Uh, am I going to consensus? Is that what you asked? Mm-hmm. In Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'll be in. I'll be in Austin. I'll be in Austin. the spot. I'll be in Austin. The same. Put you on the spot. Put you on the spot. I don't. I'm more of an NFT guy than I'm a crypto guy. You know. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I know. I know, it's, I know it's the same thing. Like obviously, but yeah, like I'm more. I'm more of. I'm more of NFT culture than like crypto culture yeah but the uh, founder of basie is going to be a speaker and yatsu the founder of animoca is going to be there as well oh that's cool yeah animoca had a cool uh mochaverse had a cool announcement uh they're teaming up with the ronin but i guess that's just kind of like an investment side of things not like an official team up what was i looking at i was looking at consensus what's uh here it's in austin you said yeah yeah it's one of the bigger crypto events for sure or like at least like one of the older ones that's been around for for a while for sure. 
yeah, yeah Austin. Austin, Austin has a pretty healthy um crypto community or it's it kind of goes back back in the day well it better there's like half of our u.s population live in texas so surely the <laughs> surely there's some crypto bros in there although whoa i did uh this is kind of breaking um i need i need a soundboard man like doo, 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 doo. um wait wait, wait. i think what? i have it hang on hang on I, I, I have not heard one of your uh, oh that's the wrong one i have not heard one of your soundboards yet oh can you not hear it no i can't oh it's all right but it is what it is um texas voted against the uh their uh i don't know what word to use for it their proposal of basically not persecuting bitcoin miners let me look it up um so like unanimously which is a bad thing because like texas is supposed to how i thought was more pro bitcoin uh let's see texas oh it was bitcoin mining rights votes against uh bitcoin mining rights and uh, dude this is just overall this is actually a big topic too so not just the texas thing um but there's recently another announcement saying that the u.s treasury declares i'm going off of memory i'm not reading it uh declares that decentralized marketplaces or decentralized crypto is considered a national security yeah that's kind of that's kind of strong wording don't you think the what what's going on the, the u.s treasury de uh declares crypto a decentralized crypto a national security probably because like wasn't there a report that like no americans are paying taxes on their crypto basically like virtually uh, i mean that's probably why the treasury is like looking at their little sheet and they're like oh my god we're not getting any taxes from crypto like this is probably gonna sink the economy um so I, i'm sure that, that that's probably why like yeah i pay taxes on my crypto gains yeah me too so they can they can try to stop fighting my bags now because I, I gave them what they needed but i would imagine that's like a lot of like people trying to avoid that specifically i would imagine so they're like oh this is not good for the long term i'm sure they did like probably like a 30-year projection of the taxes and they're probably like ah this this is not good for for the treasury you know the tax yeah it is decentralized crypto markets threaten national security Ah, on a press release, 2023 DeFi illicit finance risk man risk assessment. The report was released after a proper analysis of decentralized finance sector. Um, yeah. So. Oh yeah, Cy cyber criminals like they're gonna hack the bridges. Like yeah. Man, it sucks that freedom is a national security, huh? Mm hmm. It's a little a uh, little disheartening. The U.S. has just been uh taking steps back towards crypto lately it seems like man I, I hope that it's because they're just scooping up more instead of like them actually believing that it's like not the future yeah it's very weird and strange but i don't know this is the He's, texas the texas bill i was i was uh referencing earlier but yeah go ahead oh yeah i saw that too um which is shocking because you think texas being of all places would be like the free state to like actually do the opposite but um i don't know I, i've seen their governor do some questionable things that like i i would have thought he would be like for but he was actually against so i i wonder how good um some of these lobbyists are like so um that's that's the question i have like are these lobbyists like paying like for this like these types of things to pass like i don't know it's just very interesting 
I don't know. I don't know how I, I don't I'm not from Texas, so I don't know. But and I can only speak for my state on yeah. stuff like that. Um, you see it like at, in the at the Washington at the like the federal level. But I'm curious to see like what the, you know, Texas landscape looks like politically, because I could see like lobbyists and like special interest groups playing a part in some of these decisions that they're doing. Dude, I just watched the uh, – this is actually kind of relevant. It's so – I watched the first episode, and it's so good. There's a Netflix series that talks about uh, the Waco, um, that the ch- that church that went against the government, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but, like, while, like, while the church was obviously, like, in the wrong, like, they basically held kids captive, and, like, they were, like, doing weird cult stuff, um, this one specifically – it was a massive overreach for the government. Like the government just showed up with like guns and like was expecting them to like be holding their Bibles in fear. But instead this church had a million rounds of ammunition. They had 50 cal snipers. They had automatic machine guns and it ended up being the biggest gunfight on us soil since the civil war. Like that, that's nuts, dude. And so like all, all that to say, like, it's a really good documentary. Again, I just watched like the first uh, episode on Netflix. They made a show about it too. Like a legit show. Yeah, it's David, uh, what's his name? The leader, uh, Kosher, I think, David Kosher. I, I forgot the name of the... Uh, yeah, I'm not I, sure. Uh, somebody, Justin said the Waco movie was propaganda and not accurate. I don't know. I mean, it, it definitely was a was some type of gun battle that went on regardless. But uh, all that to say, like... I don't really <laughs> display the gun battle that, like, well... And so I probably would agree with Justin. Like, like, if you actually, like, study the history and then you watch the movie or whatever, the show... You're like, eh, this is probably not like the most accurate representation, but it was just like they just wanted to fit everything in like that little allotted time. I'm sure. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. The, the, the Netflix docu series like literally shows footage of like what was going on, like fraud that was shot during the the time. Um, well, there's probably uh, two different shows we're talking about here. Two, oh, three. probably so. Yeah, the Netflix one like literally shows the footage. It has. Uh, it has people that were on the team, the SWAT team, uh, that that are being interviewed. It has people that are were members of the church being interviewed, um, and then it has footage from the actual back, uh, like battle that was never shown before. Uh, it was pretty intense, dude. All that to say, like, um, that's a very like minuscule example, but like, Texas people like their freedom, man. They don't like to be messed with. <laughs> I'm not yeah. from Texas, but like. <laughs> I, so, yeah, and people say that Oklahoma is actually more uh, crazier than Texas and like way more free, in my opinion. So, whoa, uh, I don't know, man. Texas was going to be like their own their own entity for a while. Yeah. Well, in terms of that, like, yeah. But at the same time, they still like have more regulations than Oklahoma now. So like Oklahoma is like kind of went up there in terms of like more free. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't want to get into it, but um oklahoma's like you know really big on um being able to like carry you know your firearm (laughs) yeah like without having a license so it's like that dang bro you're gonna gonna strike me i know i'm gonna strike you down Um, like literally i'm gonna wake up tomorrow and my channel's gonna be gone i'm like why and it's you know oh you guys you mentioned you mentioned this (laughs) yeah it's a it's a hairy topic and i don't want to like get into it because like i know that like everybody's different on that um, it's a very divisive topic, but um, Oklahoma just like pretty pretty free nowadays. Like it it was kind of like old fashioned for a while, but that's that's just kind of how Oklahoma rolls now, I guess. Yeah, man. I'm uh, sure. I'm sure all 20 people that live there can like decide the majority vote on the laws. 
Oklahoma is the wild, wild west, says Saul. <laughs> not really. I mean, it's not that wild. It's just like, I mean, you have Tulsa and then Oklahoma City. And then outside of that, it's just a bunch of country. Um, so in terms of that, yes, it's like really a lot of country. Like that, it's like one of the original places where people like, you know, relate cowboys and Indians, so to speak, or Native Americans, as I like to say, because I am a Native American. But uh, yeah. Do you think that uh, being we're on like somewhat of a political topic, uh, do you think that one of the next running presidents is going to uh, going to be pro crypto and kind of be outspoken about it? Whether wait, wait, hold on, I'll pause mm -hmm. that. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna add to this prompt. Um, whether they actually believe it in it or not, like like they might mention it just for the the votes, but like, do you think somebody's gonna come out and be like super pro Bitcoin? No. Uh, well, um, in terms of commodities, yes, but in terms of like, you know, a Bitcoin ETF, maybe, but I just don't think that it's because it's it's hairy. That's a hairy question because you're talking about anything that competes against the U.S. dollar is um, not good for the United States. Technically, if if the United States can control Bitcoin, it's a different story. Or it's kind of like gold. Like United States has the most gold in the world, but you know, if they acquire enough Bitcoin, maybe they'll actually be pro Bitcoin then. So it, again, it all comes back to um, if the United States can kind of, in their best national interest, uh, control that or somehow regulate it um, in their favor, uh, they're going to, then yeah, then that could be good. But I just don't think a president would really run with that on their campaign just because it's too uh, unpopular against the dollar right now. Yeah. No, I agree. That makes sense. Plus, like, they're getting a ton of support from lobbyists and from probably borrowing money. So uh, probably not their best interest to uh, bite the hand that feeds you, if you will. Um, we talked a little bit about decentralization on our Twitter spaces last week. And uh, somebody was mentioning, like, you know, with all the drama going on lately, like with VV, like, is it Web 2, Web 2.5, Web 3? Doesn't matter. Um, all the debates. Uh, we're just talking about crypto. And um it's just, I mean, Bitcoin is like a decentralized asset, like because like even like Ethereum, like while like you might consider it decentralized, like fifty eight percent of I actually have the statistic in front of me, fifty eight percent of the nodes of Ethereum are in the United States, and uh, a lot of those are owned by like whales. So like technically, they could like mess with the nodes if they wanted to, and like kind of control some of that some of that um, system. That said, I will I will come out on live and say that Ethereum is my biggest bag. Um, I think I even told you last night uh, when we were talking about planning on being the biggest NFT podcast in the world um, that we that I'm over leveraged in Ethereum in the sense of like not like financially over leveraged, but like I probably need to diversify from Ethereum a little bit. Like yeah. in other crypto. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, so like you're talking about like a crypto winter. Uh, like what other coins are there to diversify in? You know what I mean? Altcoins. Bitcoin. Oh well, yeah, Bitcoin yeah. is the only. That's what I'm saying though. Like it's the only option. Like Omi, Bitcoin bro. Is, what about, I, th I thought it's Bitcoin, Ethan, Omi, man. I thought that's your that's your like main. <laughs> no, I meant like you have Ethereum, oh, and then okay. then there's Bitcoin. So it's like there's nothing above Ethereum. It's just Bitcoin. So yeah. you know, if you're really trying to like not financial advice, but if you know you're looking at the market landscape right now, like you, you want to hedge your risks and take, you know, you're not going to like jump into like some scary all right now and like lose yeah. all your money and like the shirt off your back. It's like, you're, you're going to put it in like these smart choices. You know what I mean? 
yeah no for sure i'll probably roll some ethereum into uh like gaming coins like metaverse tokens like once i kind of see some traction coming along um but you're right i mean you don't want to just go put it in these like random tokens you know yeah sal says like cardano i listen i used to have like cardano um it just it doesn't have like as much network effect yet um so that's like one of the key indicators i look for is like you know the different dabs the ecosystem the wallets the um developers and the network at scale um you know if cardano like ends up having some good network effect that i like to see and um you know i'll consider but that, that that's one of the things i like tripped up on with cardano is like that i was more in the development cycle part of cardano and there wasn't like that network effect and i was super pro Car cardano for a while and like anti-eth actually for a while and uh but i see that eth has like tremendous network effect and it's hard to compete um against a, a incumbent like ethereum when they're scaling their layer two they're they're doing the shanghai up upgrade um not to say like cardano's off the table but I just would like to see them like um, have that network effect for sure. Yeah, Kyle's never going to be converted to Cardano because you have to remember his his biggest role model is Alex Becker, and all Alex Becker does is troll Cardano. I was in so. crypto before Alex Becker. Thank you. <laughs> and I had Cardano a long time ago. I was like, again, I was I was pretty. I'm pretty sure I was one of the first, if not the first, uh, YouTuber to cover Cardano. Um, really? Yeah. Whoa! There, literally, there's be, no, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, like you could scour back then. There's like literally zero Cardano videos. And I put out um, one of the first. I don't know if it's the first, but it had to be very close. And I covered like the Charles Hoskinson uh, whiteboard video uh, where he's like covering how Cardano is going to work, um, kind of the issues with Ethereum scaling and how Cardano is going to tackle the issues, um, you know, through their, uh, you know, through how they're going to do it. And so anyways, yeah, like way back in the day, I was like super Cardano Maxi um, back in the day. So a little history wow. there. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, I know D uh, Cardano is actually pretty decentralized because they, unlike a lot of other crypto, they like distributed it well on their token distribution. Um, let me I actually- Cardano pools. One of the, my favorite things yeah. is um, Cardano pools. And I'm like, man, I wish I never sold my Cardano um, because- the pools are are massive and like i could have been a cool like i could have been one of the pool like main pool guys and had everybody like come into my pool and like you know contribute and i think that's super cool i do like that the whole system for sure yeah i'm still delegating my cardano um i've been delegating it for like two years i, I don't even know like what if i'm still earning or not or like if my pool I sacrificed my cardano for hex i'm just Did kidding you, oh <laughs> man I, I sacrificed a lot for... i think you can i think it's just eth right I sacrificed uh, ETH for PulseX. I, I sacrificed, sacrificed my Todd's. I'm just kidding. Uh, I sacrificed Hey Hey the Chicken from B. No, I'm just kidding. I'm dude, kidding. how sketchy is this? And I'm st uh, this is crazy, man. I, I never talk about PulseX on air just because, like, you know, like I don't, I, whatever. Um, but I sent a decent amount of money in crypto and like Ethereum, Hex, and something else to a guy on Telegram that. <laughs> Oh, this is, uh, that is that is supposed to 1.4x my sacrifice to PulseX. I did that a year and a half ago. And talk about this anxiety. PulseX still hasn't launched. It's supposed to launch any day now. And when it launches, I'm supposed to get that back at a 1.4x rate. It's been a year and a half, and I'm trusting this random guy on Telegram. What you think, Kyle? Am I going to get it? 
What you think, That's Chad? That's the most DJ thing you've probably I, ever done. Am I going to get it? <laughs> That's the most DJ thing I've ever heard of. Um, I, I, I'm not like, I'm not big up on it. Um, on hex and pulse but uh if you are then that's that's your thing bro i mean that's you yeah, man. oh he's also not doxxed and um his name is really funny but i'm not gonna say it because i don't want to like put him on on blast and i don't think i've talked to him in a year and a half but you know what like you said kyle just got a dj i'll, I'll stick to that erc20 dj coins for now <laughs> oh man that was that was that was good times man i um hopefully i get hopefully that all works out and hopefully richard hart doesn't rug us um but we'll see <laughs> all right brother well i got i gotta go um i appreciate you for running the podcast up be sure to subscribe to this channel and be sure to catch us next week well chris sorry i, I was ending it for you so i just wanted to yeah hear. man I, what if i wasn't ready man maybe i was maybe i wanted to go on without you you know like see you later all right so anyways guys back to what we were saying i was kidding you can come back kyle i just um, wanted to be your hype guy for like two minutes <laughs> No, I appreciate it. Uh, all things Kyle said, uh, definitely subscribe, like the video, uh, share the friend, watch. Appreciate you guys so much. Uh, Kyle and I like really want to do this. I, I talk about this often, but like we want to continue to do this podcast. We want to make it bigger and bigger. We want to reward our listeners at some point with PoApps. Uh, we want to do a lot of other stuff with this. We want to be one of the leading podcasts in Web3. We are ambitious, Kyle, and uh, we're driven. So, and we, we can't do any of this without your support of your free, your, your free support of just liking and sharing, watching, whatever, all that fun stuff. Uh, do all, do all the, all the YouTube stuff that we have to ask you to do. Um, <laughs> like subscribe and share the video to your friends. Ayo. And, uh, we'll be on Kyle. We'll be on Kyle's channel next week. Uh, Kyle might or might not run a Twitter space tomorrow. I guess we'll see. And, um, Oh, and uh, on my channel, I'm supposed to have comics and crypto come on Friday. Is today Thursday? Yeah, yeah. We're supposed to have comics and crypto come on tomorrow and uh, give some more positivity in the air about VV. Uh, I made two videos. They weren't really bearish. They were just truth. But, I see you uh, right there. Got a, VV, got a VV bull coming on the channel. I see that viewer right there. You subscribe to the channel. Ayo. Also, look out for that Paul Barron video later today, too, where I interviewed. No shilling. No shilling. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Peace out. <laughs> Ended.